Ding dong. We have a new livery delivery from Mercedes Moot. This is Purple Sector, Helmut and Rye Guy on the mics here. Rye Guy, we're going to have to uh, watch out for porch pirates this week because there's going to be livery deliveries all week long. I know. I, w- I wasn't quite clear. I mean, it's becoming more and more unclear as to when everyone's going to reveal their liveries versus the cars. Yeah, everybody gave... Everyone's These on their dates. own fucking schedule. Yeah, I think the dates now aren't the livery it's reveals the necessarily. Itself. Right. It's when the 2020 car will actually be, go through a shakedown or be unveiled or hit the track, right? Because we're getting all these soft launches of delivery on either a digital rendering like with Haas so far Dude. or Mercedes putting it on the 2019 W10. Soft is an understatement. It's so- super flaccid. Did this livery make you release. soft too? Yes, it did make me soft <laughs> as hell. So it was at the Royal Automobile Club in London. We were just going through some of the pictures, right, guy? Talk about the dustiest, oldest money place maybe in the yes. world. One of has to be the Royal Automobile Club. It just looks like the most opulent, rich, old, old man club ever. It's just crazy like rotunda rooms that have old motorcycles, old uh, race cars, <laughs> crazy drawings of guys with their dogs, portraits on all the walls, bars everywhere. It's just <laughs> it's this, a hilarious venue. This is the Wikipedia entry. The Royal Automobile Club is a British private social and athletic club based in London. It's uh, it's 122 years old. <laughs> And it's just full of old money. So two clubhouses, one in London and the other in the countryside. I'm sure that's where they actually do the driving. That's where they do the sacrifices of virgins and everything yes, out exactly. in the countryside. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, let's get to the Mercedes reveal for the livery. Yeah, this uh, livery delivery is brought to you by Frostgate Asset Management, helping investors meet opportunity. To learn more, go to frostgatefunds.com. So, so I- Raga, you were mentioning to me that this whole thing was basically live streamed on the internet and it was like an hour long chat presentation, et cetera. Right. So there was some blowback for that. I didn't watch it. I was just reading some comments, um, on the formula one subreddit about other viewers and they were all bitching about how Mercedes had the audacity to make this an hour long live stream. And the first 55 minutes of it was just chit chat. And then they took a break (laughs) to come back to reveal delivery. So they just wasted an hour of everyone's time. And we watched the the gif of them pulling the cover off, James Allison and Toto Wolf. They basically took those full five minutes to take that cover off. It was not, you know, I like the the rip reveal, you know, like an infomercial reveal. I'm with you. These guys, it was like they were rolling back, you know, like rolling a rug up together over in the Royal Automobile Club. 
Yeah, and you know, Mercedes livery every year isn't the most anticipated one. You kind of know what you're going to get most of the time. It's kind of like a it's a question of how boring is Mercedes going to go this year? Yeah, how are they going to integrate that flash of green that they always use for Patronus? But instead of boring this year, they they went ugly. They went <laughs> clash. It's, They're basically is, the clash now. This is they don't they're having an identity crisis here. So I guess really the probably the main reason they had this live stream thing with the livery unveiling before the actual car uh, gets unveiled was basically announcing this Ineos partnership. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Maybe you have to say all the letters I-N-E-O-S. But so Ineos is a multinational chemicals company owned by Britain's richest man, Sir Jim Ratcliffe. So clearly he's he must knows, be a, rem- a member at the Royal Automobile Club. Yeah, and he knows a good investment when he sees one. Right. It's going to be a title-winning car. So Ineos basically just aligns themselves with the most opulent, luxurious of sport. So they basically took F1. over the top Tour de France team from Sky. Uh, mm-hmm. So they ended up winning the Tour de France last year. They're involved in America's Cup. They uh, are involved in Ben Ainsley's America's Cup team. And now they are, I think they signed, what, a five-year deal for a major partnership with Mercedes F1, Mercedes-AMG F1, as another uh, principal partner. Nice. So that's so, good. a good sign. I saw an article, too, Toto Wolf, because there's a speculation, will Mercedes continue on in 2021? And I saw a quote from Toto saying the speculation about that is rubbish, and now you have them signing on with another major partner, so... I think Mercedes is happy to dominate into another era. As successful as ever. They're already bringing in more cash. You know, it's just same old Mercedes, just doing everything right. Uh, and they can sign whomever and whatever they want so, for any amount, I'm sure, with I, their success. I got to get something off my chest. Before they revealed this livery, I want to say this was like three or four days ago, Toto had some quotes in the media about how they're going to keep the sole red Mercedes star moving forward to honor Nicky Lauda. Right. And I was like, that's a nice touch. Because he was an integral part of this team. You know, he worked with Toto to sort of, like, do the the backbone of the team and everything. And he's the one who actually got Lewis to jump ship from McLaren. Right. He was he was a major part of setting them up for this dominant run they've had. Yes. It's a very nice touch. Fast forward to today, and there's red all over the car now. Now they, now they put Nicky Lauda's red hat on the top of the car. They've, that intake above the driver's helmet they, is now a red cap. They immediately diminish the significance of the, the red Lauda star yeah, by it, putting red everywhere. It, it looks like the guy splashed some paint onto re- one of the stars now. It, yeah. used to, it used to pop and be this unique feature. Now you have red accents all over the front wing, out on the rear, and then you have Nicky Lauda's red hat above the driver's helmet. And not only that, it's a gradient red to black. Nothing gradient ever looks good on race cars, ever. Well, they're, like we said, the clashing going on now. I did like, last year, obviously, they've, they've kept that same thing at the rear of the car, on that rear fin, where the silver starts to have the stars popping, and then it gets to black, and the stars are more prominent. You have Nicky Lauda's star there by the driver number on the rear. Right. By the way, at Purple Sector Pod on social media, we're going to post all these pictures with the uh, episode announcement on there, as we will for every livery delivery. So make sure you guys go and check out the photos for yourself there to play along with uh, this podcast. It's just weird they put they have the Ineos and the Ineos logo and red on the end plates for the front wing at the top of the air box behind the driver's head and on the rear wing end plates as well it's a lot of red 
It's almost like any red in weird places. And it, like you said, it's a transitioning red to black. It's a gradient red. It's yeah. pretty ugly in my opinion. Um, and it's almost like it, it sounds like Ineos is going to become bigger on the car over the next five years. So it's almost like they're already encroaching on Patronus's turf. So in 2021, are we going to end up with two red <laughs> The Ferrari and the Mercedes are suddenly going to be red. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's but it's it's interesting. This is by far the most radical design they've done. The other thing that I'm not a fan of was last year they kind of went away from that that Patronus aqua green. They made it more of like an arrow thing. It was kind of free form. It's more pronounced now though. Yeah, now it's like a legitimate stripe just down the side of yeah. the front wing and the side of the car. It used to be more of a cool sort of like splattered arrow pattern i just want to know who thought it'd be a good idea to have that particular shade of green blue that patronus uses mixed with this blood red of ineos it's a very odd combination because they're very close like especially on the front and wing very rich both oh, yeah. those companies oh i mean it is one of the most savory and rich <laughs> livery if you were to put this into a bowl and eat it like cereal you know yeah, this basically their car is starting to look like a bowl of Fruit Loops at this point, or Lucky Charms. It's interesting. Let's just put it that way. It's I I wasn't expecting this from them. Yeah, the the red is definitely unexpected. We were we knew the star was going to be there. They had said that last year when they brought out the star after Lauda's passing. That you know because they put all these Nicky Lauda things, the signature, all these other pieces, and they said though we'll maintain the star as long as Mercedes is in Formula One. It's but in- now, now, like we said, they're just splashing red all over the car just randomly. It's interesting now that I'm looking at it, it. It really is like a dual title sponsorship when you look at it, right? So Patronus gets the front of the rear wing. Ineos gets the back, right? Ineos gets the highest part of the main portion of the car. Patronus, Patronus gets, gets the lower. The, re- the rear view mirrors. The front wing. Yeah. Patronus gets the front of the flaps. Ineos gets the end plates. It's, it's like a, it's a partnership almost. They're starting to encroach on Force India slash Racing Point slash Aston Martin for the biggest clash of of colors, right? I mean, we'll see. There's plenty of liveries to go. That's true. We've only taken a couple deliveries thus far, so (laughs) we'll have to wait and see. I mean, nothing has been that radical, though, right? You have the Haas. Haas going back to their roots. It looks like the older Haas is, albeit better in my opinion. Uh, Mercedes a little bit radical with adding the red but it's just ugly it just looks like a mercedes but uglier and i don't think williams is gonna do anything radical fingers crossed man we'll have to wait and see ferrari we know what ferrari's gonna look like yeah will they crank some more black onto there for the mission winnow well they went the radical thing the most radical thing they've done in years was last year going to the matte red right that was Correct, that yeah. was a big deal how can they go any more radical than that this year they can't no Will they be matte again, or you think they'll go gloss on us? I think they will go matte. They claim it's faster and lighter. Right. It's some tenth of a thousandth of a second faster. Yeah. Ryan, another reveal that we're also waiting for, there was a teaser, some helmet news. <laughs> not me, not Helmut Marco, but Lewis Hamilton had a little teaser of the back of his helmet where it the rear fin of the helmet was... A bass boat, shiny metallic purple. Purple, yes. Yeah. We love and, it. And he had a poll on that purple. Instagram story 
Saying purple on the 2020 helmet. Yeah, the purple touchdown Jesus also. Yeah, the, the Cristo Redentor from from Rio de Janeiro. So, yeah, we might have to slide into his DMs and say, hey, uh, maybe we can sponsor that purple flash of purple on the rear of your helmet for at Purple Sector Pod next year. I wonder what Hamilton would charge us for a millimeter of his helmet. What about good vibes? Can we just pay him in good vibes and positivity or what? Still high rise. I mean, that is the biggest currency in Hammy's world, so... <laughs> <laughs> Positive comments. Either way, I'm, I'm stoked for if he can integrate some purple, man. That will only give us better drops, right, of people working purple into the commentary, the broadcast, and the visuals of Formula One. Yeah, and it looks like it, he's just, in in this picture he posted on his Instagram story. It looks it's like, all pink and purple. It looks like Force India slash Racing Point slash Aston Martin. It looks like he swapped that candy apple red, that deep candy apple red that he only has, for the purple. So that would be... Pretty good looking, in my opinion. Yeah, there's... I mean, that's the thing, Raga. We have eight more liveries that we're waiting for, and we still have 20 helmets that we're, that we're going to wait on, too. I know. There's going to be so much in the way of liveries and styles and designs and colors that uh, we're still waiting for on our front stoop here. Yep. So nobody, uh, nobody porch pirate us. No porch pirates out there can come steal our livery deliveries and our helmet reveals. No, I wonder who's going to be up next because uh, this schedule we've been following for the car reveals means nothing. Now. Means nothing to us. Oh, it's we're just waiting on social media now for all the teasers and actually everything. Ferrari's on deck technically February 11th. Yeah, tomorrow as we record this, Ferrari is supposedly going to be unveiling uh, the 2020 car livery. So. Yeah. We'll be back, Ryan. We'll be back taking delivery tomorrow. Ferrari. So get ready. Wait for that ding dong tomorrow. Ferrari's going to reveal their contender, if you can call it that. <laughs> <laughs> their pretender. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us here on Purple Sector. This episode was brought to you by Frostgate Asset Management, helping investors meet opportunity. To learn more, go to frostgatefunds.com. And as we mentioned, this week is going to be hot and heavy with uh, reveals for delivery. So. Make sure you guys are subscribed to the show, spreading the word, and you're going to get our raw emotions and and takes on all these livery deliveries that are going to be pouring in this week. So thanks again for joining us. For Rye Guy and Helmut on Purple Sector, see you all on the track. Oh, yeah.